Timing in at 10 to 12 minutes from a studio somewhere in New Zealand. It's time for Bushwhacked, the New Zealand WWE Podcast. Hello and welcome to Bushwhacked, the New Zealand WWE Podcast. I am your host, Peter Briggs, and it is my honor to take you on this journey in this podcast, Everything WWE. Now, in today's episode, we break down Survivor Series and we break down Monday Night Raw. We also throw in my top five and a main event breakdown from Survivor Series itself. Now, first things first, I went out on the streets and I got people's opinion on what they thought of when I said WWE and we found a WWE fan as well and we got his opinion on what he thought would go down at Survivor Series. So here is what I heard on the streets on Monday. Um, It's all fake. My favorite pick for Survivor Series will be Roman Reigns. He's the beast. Um, Randy Orton, because he's got big muscles. <laughs> but I heard of, um, what's that guy called? The, the guy that does the red arrow? Neville. Um, John Cena, because um, his missus is pretty hard, eh? Uh, Brock Lesnar, because he's the beast incarnate. Pretty interesting answers in there. I had a great time talking to all those people. You never know, maybe they'll go home and watch the WWE after talking to me. Alright, breaking news now on the WWE front. WWE superstar Cesaro has just announced that he is out for four to six months with shoulder injury. He's torn his rotator cuff and it required surgery. He did this a couple of months back, but he's been working through it and working through it. Finally went to a doctor, gave him the MRI scan, and he is out. Unfortunately for the Cesaro section, it is a lengthy period out, but hopefully he'll come back stronger and the Cesaro section will have something to cheer about again. It's time now to break down WWE Survivor Series. We're going to start with the pre-show. Not a lot had really happened on the pre-show, although there was a five-on-five traditional Survivor Series matchup. Team Goldust versus Team Stardust. Now, on Goldust teams, he had the Dudley Boys and Titus O'Neil with him, while Stardust had his other Cosmic Wasteland teammates, Connor and Victor, along with The Miz and Bo Dallas. Now, if you don't know what a 5-on-5 traditional Survivor Series tag team match is, it's basically a 5-on-5 tag match, but every time someone gets pinned, they are eliminated and have to head to the back. Winner wins when the other team is completely wiped out. It also makes for some pretty interesting numbers games. Personally, it's one of my favorite types of matches in the WWE. Now, Team Goldust ended up pulling out the victory on this one, so we'll see what happens with that rivalry between brothers Goldust and Stardust. Moving on now to the main show, where the first match was Roman Reigns versus Alberto Del Rio in the World Heavyweight Championship semi-final match. Now, of course, Roman Reigns was number one contender, but unfortunately, due to the injury to Seth Rollins, he's had to go to the back and enter the tournament from the start. Now, Roman dominated most of this match. There were a few hiccups along the way, like getting caught in the armbar by Alberto Del Rio and getting very, very close to being pinned. Personally, I'm a big Roman Reigns fan, so I was very happy when he pulled out the win one, two, three after hitting the spear on Alberto Del Rio to move in to the finals. Alright, next on the card, we had the second semi-final match, Dean Ambrose versus Kevin Owens, the Intercontinental Champion. Now, Kevin Owens came up from NXT, he's had a big following since coming up from NXT, but you can't look past the lunatic fringe, Dean Ambrose. Crazy enough to try almost anything inside of a WWE ring, and that paid off for him as he picked up the win over Kevin Owens in a great matchup. Moments of brilliance from Kevin Owens, though, just couldn't hold on to get the win. Right, moving on now to the second of two Survivor Series traditional 5-on-5 tag team matchups on the night. Ryback, The Usos, and The Lucha Dragons versus The New Day, Sheamus, and King Barrett. Now, I'm a big fan of The Usos, so I'm pulling for them in this match through and through. They're a great tag team. 
the chemistry as brothers is undeniable. Now, this was a back and forth match, but it ended up being Sheamus left on his own against three of the other team. And of course, you do the numbers. Sheamus just couldn't hold on for the win. Ends up getting absolutely dominated and pinned in the middle of the ring. The fifth match on the card was Charlotte vs Paige for the Divas Championship. Now, of course, Charlotte came into this match very, very angry at some of the words Paige has spoken. Now, that paid off in the end, but there were moments that Paige was just on Charlotte like white on rice. The big turning point, though, in my opinion, was when Charlotte had a big spear off the barricade driving Paige into the concrete floor. Paige ended up getting back in the ring and so did Charlotte. The back and forth continued. It was a great match until Charlotte finally locked in the figure eight leg lock, which is a modification on her dad's figure four leg lock. That's right, Charlotte's dad, of course, Ric Flair. Now, Paige did end up unfortunately tapping to this maneuver and Charlotte retained her Divas Championship, much to the chagrin of me, a big Paige fan. Tyler Breeze and Dolph Ziggler was the next match on the card. Now, this match didn't really have much in it for me. I'm not too much of a Breeze fan. I do like Ziggler, but that rivalry, there's really no substance for me to latch onto and really enjoy as a fan. It was a good match, though, with Tyler Breeze pulling out the win. The next match up was a co-main event with the Brothers of Destruction versus Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper from the Wyatt family. Now, this is The Undertaker's 25th year in the WWE. That's a big accomplishment, so congratulations going out to The Undertaker. Now, they did what they did best, the Brothers of Destruction. They caused absolute chaos and destruction, including putting Braun Strowman through the Spanish announce table. Now, we all know Bray Wyatt likes to get in his opponent's head with the whole spider crawl but i've never seen him so freaked out than when he was doing that spider crawl towards the undertaker and the undertaker set up now it did this match did take a lot to put the wyatt family away but of course the brothers of destruction prevailed and got the win congratulations to the undertaker 25 years in the wwe the next match, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose for the WWE Heavyweight Championship in the finals of the tournament for the Vacant Championship. Now, I don't want to get into too much detail on this match because I'm going to do that later on in the show, but just know this, it was a heck of a match with Roman Reigns hitting a big spear right at the end and pinning his former Shield brother right in the middle of the ring. One, two, three. Then comes what I thought was kind of expected, but a little bit annoying, Triple H. During Roman Reigns' celebration, Triple H's music hits, and he comes down the ring. Now, there's confetti falling in the ring. Roman Reigns is holding his WWE World Heavyweight Championship. He's finally made it, and out comes Triple H. Offers him a handshake and congratulations. Now, if you know anything about WWE, you know Roman Reigns and Triple H do not get along. So what do Roman Reigns do? Drops the title and spares Triple H right in the middle of the ring. Now, that, as a fan, I was like, yes! And then something even worse happened. Roman Reigns gets up, turns around, and Sheamus puts a boot right in Roman Reigns' face with the bro kick. Cashes in his money in the bank and pins Roman Reigns in the middle of the ring. One, two, three. New World Heavyweight Champion, Sheamus. Moving on now to my top five. This is a segment where I'm going to break down my top five in a lot of different categories each week. This week's category, my top five wrestlers and divas in the WWE and NXT right now. Now, coming in at number five, we have an NXT superstar by the name 
of Apollo Crews. Hasn't been on the NXT scene long, but has made a big impact, including taking Finn Balor to the limit just a few weeks ago for the NXT Championship. But Balor, of course, getting disqualified after, <laughs> believe it or not, Samoa Joe runs the ring and destroys Finn Balor. So Apollo Crews, definitely one to watch in NXT. Coming in at number four, the man himself, Samoa Joe. Hasn't been in NXT much longer than Apollo Crews, but has made a massive impact and known around the world and just an all-round great wrestler. Coming in at number three, Dolph the Show-Off Ziggler. That name speaks for itself. He's been in the WWE a heck of a long time, and the reason he's been there so long is he adapts and he is a great technical wrestler and a great showman. Coming in at number two, the former WWE World Heavyweight Champion, Roman Reigns. Need I say more? Believe that, Roman Reigns. Coming in at number one, Paige. Yes, that's right. The number one superstar for me is a diva, Paige. She comes from a massive background in wrestling in the UK, and her work speaks for itself. Winning the WWE Divas Championship at only 21 years old, now only 23, and has won it twice. Now I'm banking on her to win it again before year's end. And now we move to Monday Night Raw, coming out of Nashville, Tennessee. The Wyatt family absolutely dominated the Dudley Boys, which was a shock to me because Dudley Boys have been one of my favorite tag teams of all time. Next up, Sasha Banks defeating Becky Lynch. I think this was just a throwaway match that Vince wanted to give the fans because every time Sasha was around, all the fans would do was chant, we want Sasha. So we gave him Sasha and Sasha defeated Becky Lynch. Next up, Neville defeating Mark Henry. That's right, I said Neville defeated Mark Henry in quick fashion as well. And let's just point out the sportsmanship of Mark Henry real quick. Loses the match, gets out the ring, confronts Neville. Everyone thinks, uh oh, it's about to go down. He's gonna put Neville in the Hall of Pain again. No, he shakes Neville's hand and says, you're gonna be good. Now that's praise coming from Mark Henry, telling him you're going to be good. Next match on the card, Goldust and the Primetime Players versus Cosmic Wasteland. Now, the Cosmic Wasteland is the Ascension and Stardust. And just like Survivor Series, Goldust and the Primetime Players come out on top. It's now time for my main event breakdown, where I pick a main event from the week's WWE action and break it down. This week, Reigns vs. Ambrose, the Survivor Series main event. Now, as soon as the bell rang, it was crazy. Punches flying between the X-Shield teammates and still very close friends. Now, it was basically Reigns' power versus Ambrose' quickness in this match with counter after counter after counter. It had me on the edge of my seat. This was a great match considering both wrestlers had wrestled earlier that night. Now, Roman Reigns hit a massive spear in the middle of the ring that almost broke Ambrose in half and pins him one, two, three, middle of the ring. Roman Reigns wins the championship. Now, you can see the pure emotion on Roman Reigns' face right up until Sheamus, of course, cashed in and won the title. Now, my quote of the night from Survivor Series is this by JBL. Brotherhood goes out the window quick when you put a championship on the line. And that match very much epitomized that quote. Thank you so much for listening. I will have a new episode up next Thursday where I'll be breaking down NXT, SmackDown, next week's Raw, as well as any other news coming out of the WWE. Wow.